Glory to Jesus Christ. What is a yoke? Does anybody know what a yoke is? Not the middle of an egg. But, uh, yeah? There you go. Perfect. If you couldn't hear, she said something you put on oxen to, you can, sometimes they're a double yoke, so you connect it to the other ox, and then it allows them to pull something heavy or carry something heavy. That's a yoke. Um, sometimes um, there's, there's something that is sometimes called a uh, milkmaid's yoke or just a, you know, a person oke, I guess, yoke, I guess, that you wear across your shoulders and you can carry two buckets of something that way. If you've done any canoeing, sometimes a thwart of a canoe has a yoke built into it. So when you have to carry your canoe around the waterfall, you can carry your canoe. So it's a useful device for carrying a heavy load. That's what a yoke is. It's also uh, one of these words that gets used as a metaphor for something. And invariably, in the scriptures, when you hear about a yoke, if they're not literally talking about something that an ox or uh, wears around their body, <laughs> um, it means oppression. It means uh, a, a, uh, it designates that you're a slave or you're in servitude to a greater power. So when we hear about a yoke, all through the Old Testament especially, you hear about breaking the yoke of the Assyrians or things of this nature. That's, they're, they're not saying, we have this useful thing for carrying our heavy loads and we're going to get rid of it because we don't need to carry anything heavy. No, they, they mean oppression. Um, even today in, in church history, we might talk about the Turkish yoke or the Soviet yoke. And by that, we mean the period of time in those places where there was oppression. Um, that the church was not free, that it was kind of under the authority of a hostile power. So when our Lord talks about his yoke, <laughs> um, he's, you can say he's sending a little bit of a mixed message here. Um, but I, I hope we all know and, and have read enough scriptures to understand that God really likes using paradox and irony to, to, to make his point. Um, and that's partly what we've got going on here. We think of a yoke in this way as something oppressive, something we, we don't want. We, wanna, we don't want to be under the domination uh, of, a, of a greater power. We don't, we don't want that. We don't want to be slaves to someone else. Um, and yet he says, take up my yoke. Uh, my burden is light. So, what is his yoke then? If it's, if, it's, uh, if it's not something necessarily specifically to help carry a heavy burden. Because he just said his burden is light. So what is his yoke? Um, well, before we get there, <laughs> I want to point out something that's going on here. Because before that, before he says, take up my yoke, he says, come to me, all you who labor and are, or, labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That uh, heavy laden is the same word that later gets used as burden. It's basically the same word there. Um, what Christ is asking us to do here is trade yokes and burdens with him. He knows that we all in the world have the, these cares, these obligations, these duties. 
And they're not wrong to take care of these things. Um, you, you have a, a duty, you have an obligation to those in your care, your family, to make sure they eat, <laughs> to make sure they're warm, to make sure they're clothed, to put a roof over their head. These, and so because of that, then you have to do things like go to work and work for someone else all day long and not play video games or go hiking or whatever it is you would do in your free time. Um, so we have these duties and obligations and they're not, they're not wrong, they're not bad, um, but we certainly often see them as a burden. They're our, our uh, kind of unwanted <laughs> um, labors. We kind of dread them a little bit. Those are our, those are our, uh, our burdens, our, that's our yoke. And I think what, what our Lord is saying here is he wants to trade with us. Or at the very least, he wants to take on our yoke, our burdens. If we give them to him and take his, we'll find that it's very light. We'll find that all of these cares and duties and, and uh, obligations that we have, if we'll give them over to him, now that doesn't mean we don't still have to go to work. You still have to go to work. <laughs> but the worry, the anxiety of it all, if you'll, if you'll give that to our Lord, if you'll give that labor and that heavy burden over to him, he'll give you rest. And you get the rest by taking up his yoke, which the scripture translates as, as easy. Now, I'm going to take a moment here and say that's just probably not a great translation of the word that we see there. And it's a fun... Um, um, in, in the Greek, it's actually... It almost sounds like the word Christos. It's one syllable off. It's Christos. It's, there's a fun little play of words going on here. But usually that word gets translated as kind or good. Good is in the sense of a good fit. It belongs. Not, not necessarily a moral good, but like a, something that is, that is exactly the thing needed for the situation. Um, in fact, it's the same word that in Paul's list of the gift of the Holy Spirit is translated as kindness. So our Lord says, my yoke is is good, it's kindness. And my burden is light. Brothers and sisters, I want to offer up that our, our Lord's yoke is simply following the commandments of Christ. It's living the gospel message. It is, as Paul says, crucifying uh, in the flesh uh, the passions and desires. He says those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So if we would belong to Christ, this is the yoke we take up. And the burden then, the burden that he offers us is nothing less than the Holy Spirit. We all have the Holy Spirit within us. We, we, we receive the Holy Spirit at chrismation. The phrase repeated as the, the priest anoints the newly... Uh, Baptized with the chrism is the seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's not saying, he's not saying that here's a gift the Holy Spirit is giving you. It's the seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the gift, right? So you have the Holy Spirit. And Paul tells us, we heard today this nice list. Paul loves lists. I've noticed that more and more recently. Paul loves making lists of things. And here he's making a list of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The, excuse me, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. 
So this burden, what does it consist of? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, uh, patience, let's call it. That's, that was long-suffering. I don't always know. I have to stop and think about what long-suffering means. Patience, I get that one. So patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's the burden. That's the burden that, that our Lord wants to trade with us. He wants to take the burden of our everyday worries, of the worries of feeding our family, of, of is the car going to make it to work today? <laughs> is, is my sick child going to get better? Am I going to be able to pay the bill to keep the heat on? Am I going to... All of these worries that we have, or whatever your version of those worries is, our Lord wants to take those burdens and exchange them for love, joy, peace, long-suffering, I said it again, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's such good news. <laughs> That's such good news, isn't it? If, if we, he wants to take this from us. He wants to take our burdens and our yoke that we have and offer us one that's much, much better. It's, it, it's crestos. It, it's perfect for you. It's a perfect fit for you. He has fashioned you, this yoke to give over to you that it's exactly the right fit for you. So it's not oppressive. It's not all of the things that, that I said earlier that a yoke usually is. The yoke of our Lord is actually the mark of freedom. It's the freedom he gives us. Um, and as I said a minute ago, God likes talking in paradox sometimes. So that's, I think, partly why we've got the word yoke here. Um, certainly his, his uh, immediate audience in, in uh, Palestine at that time would have understood what it meant to live under an oppressive yoke. There's another exchange that's parallel to this, that's about to happen in just a moment. Right? We're going to give God bread and wine that ultimately he gave to us to begin with. And then he's going to give it back to us as his body and blood. This, is the, this yoke, this burden exchange, is really just another example of the greater exchange that our Lord so longs to have with us every moment. He wants, to, he wants you to give your life to him. And that's a scary thing sometimes. But in return, he's going to give you his life. He's going to give you the life of God. So when he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is kind and my burden is light he wants to make a trade with you i urge you i urge myself let's all accept this trade let's live uh, the life of christ let's follow the commandments let's worship let's come to church let's follow the commandments let's do all the things that we know christ asks of us that sometimes seem like a lot but as our, our example from, from the saints, from St. Saint Sava that we celebrate today, tomorrow we have St. Nicholas, but after that we have St. Ambrose, all these great saints. The examples from their lives is that it, what may from the outside seem like this burden, this, there's a lot of stuff to remember. 
is freeing. It's okay. This uh, it's like Red Bull, <laughs> right? It's going to give us wings, right? Sorry, that just came to me, and I just had to go with that one. <laughs> but if we if we take these things, if we if we take on this yoke, and this the Holy Spirit is in us. The, It'll give us wings. It'll lift us up. And our saints are examples of this, of how following the commandments, of living the life in Christ that at times may seem hard, oppressive, or uh, just hard. Uh, That's the best word. Sometimes it just seems hard. If we'll dig in our heels, if we'll have patience, if we'll have faithfulness, they will lift us up. They will give us the life of God himself. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.